2: What's going on, everybody? <laughs> it's John, uh, Mateo, and RJ. We've got the whole gang back uh, for the season starting. I Mateo, it's been. I remember the first episode we did. All I remember was it was like a reaction to like a random game in like March or, or something of last year. I don't know if you remember that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was <laughs> crazy that we've we've been doing it for for that long. But yeah, here we are,
2: still going strong. And RJ. I know. Last episode, we talked about the Lions at the end of the pod. If you if you want to do that again,
1: I don't know right now, so <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: bro. No, I'm still hopeful, man. I'm still hopeful. Oh yeah, so,
2: so am I, man. I, I know. I uh, we'll say it. We'll say we'll it again. We'll, we'll say later. We'll talk about it. Um, but yeah, any anything new with you guys before we talk about our, our preseason or our season predictions for the Pistons?
0: I'm just ready for this season to start. I've been waiting, been waiting, man. And it's crazy that we're only we're only, you know, a day away now, two days for the Pistons and it's it's been a long it's been a long summer. We've a lot of things have happened for Detroit. Some big things have happened, so I'm ready to to see this start to play
1: out. RJ I mean, I'm with Teo. I'm excited for the season to start, you know, long off season as much as the Pistons have Tortured us the last few seasons. It's some about the opening night. It's like it's like Christmas almost. Like we back at it. So I'm excited, man. I'm uh I got tickets to opening night too. Just got them. So if anybody's in the building, want to say what's up to you, boy. You know, feel free. I'm sure, we run into each other. Yeah, I'm excited.
2: Uh, I got them last year, and then I had like nosebleeds. I, I don't know, man. I, RJ, we talked about this. My hopes. I, I'm just. I'm excited, obviously, but my hopes just—they aren't that high. So I, I don't know, man. Maybe if they're doing well, I'll I'll, I'll go to a few games, but I don't, I don't think I'm going to go to open because don't they start the season on the road?
1: Uh yeah, they start against Miami. Uh, Wednesday, Charlotte. Charlotte is Friday, and then the Bulls Saturday.
2: Are the Bulls are at home or at the road? Yeah, that's
1: the home opener.
2: They could be better than the Bulls. That's another thing I want to talk about. Is like how many teams are they realistically better than in the Eastern Conference? I mean, that'll probably go along with our season predictions. Um, Taylor, Let's start with you because uh, you're the you're an OG here. Um, I guess. What is your season predictions? You can do like hot takes. I mean, just get it all off your chest, man. We got two days till the season. This this is what this is all we got, man. What do you what do you got for the Pistons?
0: Well. There's a lot to talk about. I don't want to get too much into it because i want to let you guys talk too. But I want to say watching Asar in preseason has been great, been awesome. Um, obviously, his rebounding numbers have been pretty incredible so far, especially for his position. And with Boyan, all of a sudden having this injury out of kind of nowhere, no one really knew about it. He kind of got hurt in, in training camp. And now he's not actually going to play in, in, in the opener and who knows, you know, what that means for now and for the short term, but it does mean that we're going to see more Asar right away, which is awesome. And I'm, I'm so ready for that. And I'm very curious to see this year. And so my prediction then would be, I think that we are going to move on for Bojan finally this year, sometime during the season. Um, I think that, you know, with with everything that we've done has kind of led up led up to this moment and i mean we were so close to trading him last year and so now that we're at this point we've drafted our guy to ultimately replace him in the starting lineup and i think we try to get what we can out of him at the deadline from a playoff team that's one prediction i don't think that's that hot of a take he's been in trade rumors for the last couple years so i mean but um and then i'll I'll say one more for now and then i'll let i'll let someone else go i i think that we can increase our win total. I want to say like 10 to 15 games, and I want to put us in. unfortunately, that still is not a great. I'd, I'd at hope all. so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, think- I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but that you I would be happy with that. That's what I'm saying. My point is I would be okay because look, it's not gonna happen overnight. Look how bad our record was last year. obviously. and then we get we get screwed, frankly, in the lottery. like like we had the worst record. we get five that hadn't happened to a team before. That's ridiculous, you know, and we still managed to have a good draft. And I think that, you know, it's going to it's going to take a couple of years. And And unfortunately, we are on a timeline of Troy's rebuild, Troy Weaver. And we're thinking like we're year three. Right. But now or year four, whatever. Now it's kind of year one again now that we have Monty. So I know it kind of sucks because we're we say this every single year. But I think that this is finally, you know, this is the foundation. We signed him to the biggest contract. He's here for a minute. He's here for years. You know, he's gonna stick around. And so as long as we can add on years or uh, wins every year, we're good. And then last thing I'll say, I hope we can try to make the plan. That would be awesome. But oh. it's it's a I know it's high hopes, but yeah. any team can do it, bro. You can you just have to sneak into that 10 seed. And I don't think the east is as deep as people are making it out to be. But all right, that's all I got.
2: RJ, what do you got?
1: Hot takes, hot takes. Um
2: just like just you're Prediction? I mean, what, whatever you got, honestly, whatever's on your mind when it comes to Pistons.
1: High takes, I don't really have any predictions. I don't think we win 30 games, if I'm <laughs> being honest. I don't. Uh, I mean, a lot of it comes down to K. I I feel like. If K plays at a near all-star level, then yeah, you might be sniffing, you know, 30 games or whatnot, 30 wins, that is. But do I realistically see it happening? No, because that's a lot to put on somebody who's Technically going in their third year, but did miss all the last pretty much. So like, this is only year two for K. So they expect he's gonna be the catalyst to help us get near thirty wins. I'm like, that's a lot of pressure on that guy. Um, I just want to see him healthy and look like what he was looking like before the injury. As uh, other predictions, I think Jalen is gonna have a monster season. No specifics as far as stats, as far as what they would look like, but I think he's just gonna. Like, us Pistons fans know about Jalen Dern. I think the rest of the league is about to learn about Jalen Dern now. Uh, what else do I have? I have slight hope for Killian Hayes. That he might be led, the hot take right there.
2: <laughs> he he led the team in scoring in the preseason. I just, just looked that up right now.
1: I know. Like, he actually <laughs> – I, I mean, I got to give credit where credit is due. Y'all know how I feel about Killian. But Killian did look good in preseason for what it is. And then I know everybody keeps saying, look what uh, Monty did with Cam Payne as far as turning Cameron Payne from Westbrook's dance partner to a legit backup point. So maybe Monty could work something with Killian and um, we could kind of get similar results. So there there might be something in Killian, man. I'm hoping, I know I'm hard on him, but I'm really hoping because I'm going to always root for him as long as he got the Pistons jersey on, but... Oof. Uh, this is, I mean, we just heard the news today. His uh, rookie, uh, you know, he's not getting the extension or whatnot. So he's on thin ice. Like, it's pretty yeah. explicit now. He's on thin ice. So he better show us something this year. I, I feel like he was on thin ice last year, though. I don't know. Yeah, and that ice got even thinner. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know how it can get any thinner than last year, but it did. So, yeah. I mean, he's still on the team. What
2: about James Wiseman though? Is he on nice?
1: I say yes, but I don't think it's as thin as killing's. I don't know why, but I think if I had to pick between the two, who do I have more hope for? It would be Wiseman. Mm. I I will say it, it was
0: he what did Monty say? He said what Bagley and Wiseman were going were fighting for that backup big spot, and I think that it, that alone shows that he has a little bit of faith in both, both of them, that either of them could end up taking that spot. And whereas Killian, we have a a lot of guards to play, a lot of guards to play now, especially after we brought in, you know, Monte Morris and Sasser and all these guys, Burks, we have a lot of guards to play. So it's like, where are the minutes going to be for Killian, even if he is good enough to stay on the team? I don't know. It kind of seems like he falls very low to the end to the end of the roster. I mean, we don't have Magruder anymore. We don't have Joseph anymore. So some of those end of the roster spots are open again, and maybe he's going to be the one to fill it. But I don't know.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like he just has to be better than Monty Morris. Uh, if he's better than Monty Morris, he's going to get minutes. But I like Monty Morris was a starter last yeah, year. Yeah,
0: that's good. that's a hard thing to do to to be better than Monty Morris. I mean, he's serviceable.
2: But it's a good problem to have. I mean, last year we were running Alec Burks at point guard, so at least we have some depth now. But so you want to talk about the play Let's talk about the Uh, play-in. Because, like, I'm with you guys, like, 30 wins. I want to say 35. That's probably asking – I mean, that's doubling their win total from last year. Like,
0: 35. I'm saying 30 to 35. I I don't think that – I think that's, like – pretty it's a little hopeful but i i want to be hopeful right now i think we have we have a reason to be hopeful to be honest with everything going on
2: and i and that's why i want to like look at the east because i feel like the east is actually it's not great like i i yeah. thought it was a lot better than it was so like can we agree that right they're not better than the celtics the bucks the heat i mean what other teams can we you know put ahead the Cavs. of the cat, Cavs? cat calves okay um, uh the knicks Knicks. okay, so we got 5 teams right now. The Sixers, Hawks. what I, I don't even know what's going on with them,
0: but yeah, as long as they have Embiid, we're yeah. we're in <laughs> trouble. Yeah, okay. we're in trouble. So that's uh, 6
2: six teams right now. Magic, I, I don't know if I can put us The Magic in the are
0: one that are one that I feel like could go either way though. Like right mm-hmm. now, yes, they have Paolo, he's coming off of a hot season. And it looks like they're better, but I mean, they're not in that different of a position than we are. They're led by mostly young, young talent. So, I mean, if our young talent can develop anything like that, we could be like on par with them or a game or two above, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Um, Pacers, I, I you kind of feel the same way about them, similar. similar. Uh, I don't know, I think they're maybe a little farther along than we are, but
0: how do you guys feel about Halliburton? I know this is a little off topic, <laughs> but. Halliburton, he's obviously he had a great season last year, phenomenal in terms of statistics. But the Pacers, you know, they didn't really get much from that. You know, they didn't get much success from that. Do you think that uh, that he's going to be able to lead them to to, you know, playoff success in the near future? Or is he just going to kind of have, quote unquote, empty stats because he, he gets a lot of assists for for, you know, for a star on a team that that isn't very good. I'm yes. just curious. You know, they're in our they're in our division, so what do you guys think? Do you think that – where where do they go? Because we're going to be playing them a lot.
1: I think Halliburton is a great player, honestly. Uh, I like what I've seen from him. Oh, I even got to see him in person a few times now, and every mm-hmm. time I saw him, he put on a show. So, yeah, I think the Pacers going off the top of my head, unless I'm missing somebody, they'll definitely be, like, sniffing the bottom of the playoffs or, like, a playoff team – or playing team. Uh I think they'll be better than us if I'm being honest. Cause uh you got Halliburton out there. I like the Bim Matherin last year. So
0: yeah, okay, I so. like I like Matherin cool. too. I just I'm like, once you start counting off their guys though, you're like, who else do they have though? It's like Miles Turner's pretty good, right? Yeah. Buddy Heald's one of the best shooters in the league. He's pretty good. And I don't know if I'm forgetting some people now, but it's like the list kind of starts to drop off. I think we can be kind of competitive with them, but yeah, Halliburton's a stud, and and who knows? I like Ben Matt, too. He could be tough. Could be mm-hmm. he, could have, he could break out at any time,
1: really. They have Bruce Brown. They do have Bruce Brown now. <laughs> uh, Ice yeah. Bruce Brown, man. That's a player. That's yeah. like I, – I didn't have you know too much of a problem with any of the moves Troy made since he's been GM, but that's the one I'm like – Zanon Musa, like why, man? It, it didn't make sense. Like every other trade he made, like it was like you just have to be patient to see what he was doing next, and he would find a way to make it make sense. But that one, it's what three years later, and I'm still just confused. Like why did we do that?
2: Yeah, uh, I mean they got Jarris Walker uh, for the for the Pacers, That's right. but
1: yeah,
2: they won 35 games. I feel like they can only go up from there. If I'm being honest, so that's
0: that's fair. That's a fair point. Mm. Yeah, I don't think they get more than like I don't think they're higher than 500, though.
2: Yeah, I can see them being around there. So, I mean, other teams like
0: I think we can all agree they'll be better than the Wizards, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I could I could see that. There's no guarantees right now. There's obviously no guarantees, (laughs) but that's one that that obviously like we would want to be better than. If we're gonna be better than teams, that's one that we have to be better.
2: If if we're not better than the wizards, we got a problem, man. Yes, like,
1: exactly. Exactly. Hey um, last year crushed me. I ain't I ain't um, putting high expectations. Um what about who else we got? Charlotte.
2: The Wizards. Who do they who do the Wizards even have?
0: Oh Charlotte. They got um, Jordan like Pool them. Party. <laughs> Jordan Pool Party. Wait, they Charlotte?
2: Oh, the nah, Wizards have Jordan Poole? Wizards.
1: Wizards yeah.
2: They like got
1: – Oh, Charlotte? Really? Hey, as long as LaMelo stay healthy. LaMelo's
0: well, Honestly, no. Nah,
1: I'll take Charlotte back because they got a lot of things. They, they got a lot of problems going on. players, ahead. they just do dumb things off the court. So, ain't no telling what's going on with Charlotte.
0: I don't think yeah. LaMelo alone carries them to – That many wins. He's a fun player to watch and and a good player, but he doesn't doesn't necessarily translate to a ton of wins
1: alone. I'll take it back. Charlotte, no. I thought about – they got (laughs) so many support issues. Uh, I don't even know who on their team is a part of the team anymore, who's allowed to play and who's not without going (laughs) too deep into it. Like, yeah, they – no, I'll take that back. We're better than Charlotte. That's the team I'll confidently say we're better than. If we're not, shame on us at that point.
2: Uh, that's how I feel about the Wizards. Like they have Kuzma. Like who else do they have other than Kuzma?
1: Yeah. After getting rid of poor
0: Zingas and Beal. Yeah, it's like, pull, uh, pulling him now. Yeah. Okay, so I think we have two teams, right? At least for
2: me personally, I think there's two teams I can say the Pistons could be better than. Um, what about the Raptors? I think they're an interesting one.
0: They are a very interesting one because you don't really know like how they're going to perform. They're one of those teams that could be like pretty mediocre in the regular season. And then all of a sudden be a playoff team at the end of the year. But I don't know. They also have seemingly been in like trying, you know, they were trying to trade OG for a long time. And Siakam's name has been in trade talks. They they've have, they, I don't know. I think they have a lot of work that they need to do. I think they're going to start a rebuild at some point here, which they kind of already have, but um. I, I don't There's such a wild card. You have just no idea. Like, they could blow it up at any point, but as long as they're not, they're going to be solid probably.
2: Yeah, RJ?
1: I think the Raptors, yeah, I'm pretty much with you They're pretty mediocre. No telling what they're going to do. I think, yeah, the rebuild might as well start. I honestly thought it would have started by now when they traded uh, Lowry Uh, because I'm going to sound like a casual. They still have Siakam, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, I mean, they have him. I know they got the young players, too, like Scotty Barnes and whatnot. Grady Dick. <laughs> Grady Dick is on there <laughs> now. I forgot. Okay, that's crazy. No, I mean.
0: The one that they lost was Van Vleet. He went to the Rockets. Yeah,
1: Van Vleet's with the Rockets. Yeah, we might be better than the Raptors. I'm not confident on that one. I mean, I'm looking at the, stand- or the teams right now in the East. Yeah, the only ones I'm like, yeah, we might be better are the Wizards and Hornets. Everybody else, I'm like, yeah, they might be better than us.
2: Yeah, so to get to the 10th seed, we have to be better than four, five teams? Four or five teams? Five? Uh, something like
0: that. You know, know. anything could happen. Uh, it it would be tough. Be rolling, we <laughs> just got to get it? a couple good win streaks. We'll be good. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but, um, yeah, other than that, I mean, that's – a kind of our predictions of all around 30 wins. Um, yeah, I mean, what else is there? I, I mean, me and RJ talked about this. We're kind of just waiting for the season to start. I mean, Bojang, trade, that'll be interesting to see. Um, I mean, Jaden Ivy off the bench, that's another thing I don't think we've touched on. Do you, you actually think he's going to be coming off the bench this year?
0: I think uh, I think it's kind of trolling uh, the fans <laughs> right now a little bit. And just experimented with lineups. That's what preseason's for. Yeah, I can see that.
1: I'm with that. I think, if anything, it'll probably be Ivy off the bench until Boyan comes back. Because I know they did just announce he's not playing in the opener. So I think Boyan should start. I'm in that camp. Uh, and I think once Boyan comes back, Ivy will be back in the lineup too.
2: Yeah, I can see that. Cause what, Caden Ivy played what, like nine games together last year or something like that.
0: Yeah, very few. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we've got Stanley. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. You guys, Stanley Omode. Umude. Um, he was given. He was converted to a two-way contract, so he shot forty-four percent in the preseason. Um, there's other little bit of news right there. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's really all I got. I mean, we're kind of just ready for the season to start. Yeah. Do you guys have anything? I mean, we could kind of just go around the league a little bit if you guys want to, or we could just talk about the Lions and get out of here, honestly.
0: <laughs> um, let me see if I have anything else about the Pistons. Cause I don't know. I'm just I'm so ready for the season to start. I'm so ready for Cade to be back, man. We've been waiting for Cade for so long. We've been waiting for so long for Cade and and yeah just seeing all those summer highlights the Rico Hines the team USA so much teasing i just want to see him with the jersey on you know hit that first shot it'll be it's going to it's going to be a special moment man
2: <laughs> what are i guess your predictions for cade cuz like i'm a believer in him but also like there's just such a small sample size still like what what do you honestly think we're going to see from him this year
0: well, if you remember my prediction from last year, I think it's it's pretty similar to that because I feel like had the injury not happened, had he not had to have surgery, I feel like he would have been on pace to get somewhere near that. I mean, he he was playing hurt and he ended up the season what averaging 19.9. I hate that I hate that that's what he ended up with after that last injured game where he shot like 0 for 7 and had a really bad bad game against I believe the Celtics, but mm-hmm. I think uh I, I think he will get closer to to 25 than to 21 in my opinion I think he'll you know be in that 23 range 23 24 which you know sounds like a lot but he's a scorer man and you saw how he was dominating at team USA how the coaches talked about him and everything so I would say probably, 23, 24 points, and then his assists and rebounds, I don't think those would – there's any reason they would go down. So, I mean, I'll just stay – I'll play it safe and say seven and seven or or six and six would be playing it safe. But I think he can easily hit seven and seven. So, I'll say 23, 24, seven and seven. That's what I'll say. Wow. It's pretty – it sounds like a lot, I, man. That's but, a lot, man. <sighs> I'll go like I maybe 20, it. 21,
2: maybe 20. I'll, I'll take that.
0: Oh. Hey, man, if he was averaging, if he was averaging like he was averaging 21 before that last game, and I know it's a small sample size, I know, but he's him. He's tough. He's he was tough. cooking, he was cooking, and he was playing on a on a, he, the whole time. That whole time, he had that injury that that was nagging him like a little bit, you know. I don't know. It's very possible, you know, with scheme and stuff too, though, that yeah, you you like he plays more of a playmaker role because I mean, that's his true talent, right? It's his playmaking side. He's a big guard, so you know it's very possible we see him maybe instead do more of like a 19 and 9 type of thing or something like that. I could see that. I could see that too. But he just fills up the stat sheet, man. And I have him in fantasy, so I hope he does. That. <laughs> I hope he does get a lot of good stats.
2: <laughs> yeah, hey, I remember a stat last year it was like he was like double teamed the most out of like almost any player in the league or something last year. So like yeah, I mean I think teams are going to be game planning for him and like He's gonna have to rely on his teammates, and then that to me is where the problem lies. Because it's like, if Boyan's not gonna be healthy, then it's like, well, what shooters are we really gonna have? We're gonna have Joe Harris. Who else is a good shooter on this team?
0: Like yeah. Alec Burks, I guess. Um, the idea is, I mean, Sasser's a good shooter, and but he's not even gonna be in the rotation yet. Yeah. And uh, the idea is, Asar eventually is gonna be a good shooter, right? Hopefully sooner rather than later. And Stu was shooting well. He didn't finish Ugh. the season very well. Um, but I know he's gonna keep pulling them, so we better hope he keeps making them or hope yeah. he starts making them <laughs> again. Um uh,
2: yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I just feel like this season is so unpredictable. Like I just there's so many like moving parts to like James Wiseman, he's played what, like I think it was eighty four career games, like mm-hmm. Jalen Duran. Uh, we're going to see what he can do now i mean he's probably going to be starting for this team Mm -hmm. uh jay nivy second year cade coming back like you're now adding rookies and Asar thompson and marcus sasser like killian Mm -hmm. and isaiah stewart are still trying to show their value for this team and that they can be long-term pieces like this season is very unpredictable um so i I don't know i feel like there's just a lot of moving parts and i really Mm -hmm. wonder like how long is it going to take us before we start getting answers about this team? Is it going to be five games? Is it going to be 10 right. games? Like I remember last year we were talking, I listened to a podcast about it, it takes 20 games you have to wait till 20 games for you mm-hmm. to be able to realistically judge this team. But it, it's going to be interesting. And I wonder just how quick we're going to be able to learn and find out how good this team really is and what they could be doing. Cause they do have veterans. They can trade at the deadline too. And that's going to be another storyline to follow is all these guys I mean, in a perfect world, I think they're competitive and they still trade the veterans anyway, and then they kind of give these young guys more minutes. That's my hope for the team. But I don't know. I guess that's my overall takeaway and my overall prediction is just I think we're going to learn a lot about this team and a lot about the players on this team because a lot of them are still young and a
1: lot of them have a lot to prove. I'm just, like I keep saying, last year crushed me so much. (laughs) I don't want to get my hopes up, but I know. If we can have competitive games cuz last year we got popped a lot. Like it was bad. Yeah. But like y'all kind of remember like the 2020 season when uh I mean we were last place in the league, but every game we played like I swear we would lose in like the most classiest way. Like it would be like a 10 point loss or whatever like against a good team. So I'm like I could live with that. If we could do something like that this year like the games we do lose at least keep it competitive, entertaining, you know, show some kind of fight, I can't ask for too much more because as far as wins, I'm not getting my hopes up with that. I just can't do it. Yeah, the
0: the getting out of games, like we're out of games by the third quarter, like half of the season last year. It's tough. It's like, do I even sit down and watch the rest of this game when we're already down like 20 and mm-hmm. their benches in? in? Um, I just want to say one more thing and then we can move on. Because I don't want to forget this, I think Monty is going to help Cade a lot. Um, and I know, obviously, Dwayne Casey. Much respect to him; he was a great coach. Monty has some great experience too, and some different experience that he can bring. And I think one thing that we can unlock Cade a little bit more is his uh, his foul drawing. And you you guys know he doesn't he doesn't get foul calls. And now he doesn't drive a ton, but he when he drives he gets he gets hit, and he didn't get calls last year um and obviously he only played a couple games last year but even the season before he didn't get calls which you don't normally do as a rookie but now he's going to be in year three he has a very well respected head coach who's been to the you know playoffs been to the finals knows all these refs hopefully it he can help his case a little bit because that would really change the game for kate if he could start drawing fouls and get to the line i mean most of the stars in the league they average all these points because they get to the line and they hit like eight free throws a game if kate can do that can open up and not just kate we need other guys to be able to do
1: that too but that's my last thing.
2: Uh, I, agree. I, I don't know about – Oh, go ahead, Arya. sorry.
1: No, I'm just saying I agree because, I mean, Monty, he was a guard when he played. So, I mean, he's okay with that for sure.
2: Was Dwayne Casey ever a player? <laughs> like, I didn't even know Monty was a player, honestly. Was Dwayne Casey ever a player?
0: Man, that long. would have been a while ago.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> I would always used to see these like memes and stuff about Stan Van Gundy as like the as like a point guard or something.
1: He did play. Stan Van well, Gundy played? Uh no.
0: I'll call it. Oh, Dwayne Casey did.
1: <laughs> uh, that's a hell of that core. Like yeah. He was in the 1979 NBA draft, but he went undrafted. Oh, oh wait, I might have lied. I don't think he played a game.
2: Okay. Um I, I don't know. I think for Cade, it's like just a strength thing on it. Like he needs to get stronger, like just adjusting to NBA physicality and stuff. Uh that'll take time. I like how RJ feels about like Killian, I guess. I'll be honest, I kind of feel that way about Monty. Like I feel like he's just he just got the bag. And it's like how many times have we seen in professional sports someone just gets paid and it's like well i got paid that's really what matters like i just i don't know if he has that chip on his shoulder like he's already been to the finals he's he's done it it all like i guess maybe there's something to prove here but for me i always wanted a young head coach like i look at nick nurse with the raptors he got elevated into that starting head coach position and won a title he had a chip on his shoulder he wanted to prove himself as an nba coach i just feel like monty williams does he really have that much to prove like I don't know. I can't assume this, but for me, it just felt like I'm just doing this just to get the bag because there was rumors about him not even wanting to coach like he was going to sit out a a year or something like that. So I I don't know. I I hope there's a chip on his shoulder. But for me, I just kind of like my my thoughts and feelings towards it. I don't I don't know if it's going to be that way, because at the end of the day, he's an older coach. Like I said, he's been to the finals and he got the bag. I would have preferred someone a little younger with a little bit with a lot more to prove than Nancy Williams.
1: I'll say this, um I think he will I, at least I hope, but I do think he will try to uh you know motivate this team. I think he will put his effort into it because I think he wants to show that he is worth the bag he got for one. Uh two, I think he will make a great story uh cuz I mean the NBA is full of storylines. And on a serious note, we know Monty Williams his situation with his uh wife having breast that's cancer. Right. So yeah. I mean, that could be, that's a story within itself as far as like he's battling with you know that personal issue but also carrying this team. And then the third thing is I know somebody who dealt with a situation where they were picking between two coaching jobs, as far as the team that was really really bad and the team that was okay. And I told them when they asked me for my opinion, it was like, which, what, what should I do? And I said, go with the team that's okay. And they was like, but if I go with the team that's really bad and turn them into something, it was like my legacy is kind of solidified at that point. So I thought about it that way. And I kind of see the same with my team right now. Like, yeah, we know what he did with Phoenix, but if he pulls this off with the Pistons too, we're like, let alone let him win a the championship, then he's going to have to go into some type of conversation, you know. It's, coach of the last 20 years or whatnot so he might want that i mean depends on what he wants and what his pride will let him do yeah
0: did did monty ever win a a ring as a head coach Mm. he hasn't right so i mean when you ask what he has left to prove i mean that that's a that's a pretty pretty big goal that every every head coach has um obviously it's a one of the hardest things to do in all of sports um and he's gotten very close to it so i mean i feel like i if i had gotten that close i'd still be very hungry to get back now going to a team that's the worst team in the league to do that doesn't sound like you know the the smartest decision if that if you're trying to rush into a championship which for that reason i think he actually is committed for the longer term because why else would he have come here at this stage of the rebuild he sees he see he, now he may not have believed it in the first place that part i do that part i do think you know, he was dissu- dissuaded from coaching in the beginning. We had to fly out to, you know, fly him out to Cali to, you know, talk to him with Tom Gores and do all that. And I think we convinced him, but I think we convinced him for a good reason. I think he understood the vision. He understood what we wanted to do. And he saw an opportunity for for something. And, you know, sometimes it's just, just his just his belief, you know, and faith in that he can change stuff. So I hope he can. I really hope he can.
2: Yeah, I, uh, I hope he he came here for the culture. I hope he came here for those reasons, or did he come here for the money? I mean, we're gonna find out. But that—that's my worry. It's—it's it's in the back of my head. I don't—I don't know about. It. But um, yeah, that, that's kind of my thoughts on Monte Williams, um, Tori Weaver. I know RJ. We talked about him a little bit. Um, I guess if we want to like before the season starts, just kind of give our thoughts on where we're at with him. Cause he's another guy. I'll be honest. I'm really on the fence about because RJ, you said like, yeah, technically this is year one of the rebuild. It's not like this is year. What, what is this? Troy Weaver's fourth or fifth year at this point, Four, I think, a, a, yeah, fourth year. So yeah, you have a new head coach, but to me, this is still the fourth year of the rebuild. Uh, you, you, I mean, yeah, you got unlucky last year in the draft, but you got lucky and got Cade Cunningham. And, like, I understand the the previous regime didn't leave him anything to work with. Like, you were left with Blake Griffin um, and his awful contract. But at the end of the day, like, you've had multiple drafts now. You've had a lot of cap space in free agency. And, like I told RJ, like, he's put the worst basketball team on the court in the NBA since he's been GM of the Pistons. I mean, there's just no getting around that he has been, if you just want to look like numbers wise at the end of the day, it's a win loss league. He's been the worst GM in the NBA, um, I guess over these last four years. So again, like I say, like this season is going to be predictable and we're going to learn a lot. Like you got to show me something, man. Like you, like in year three, you won 17 games. Like there's got to be some progression. So like, I'm, really on the fence about Troy Weaver. If I'm being like, I think he's had enough time. And like I told RJ, like Cade Cunningham, I'm not going to say his job relies on Cade Cunningham, but it it pretty much does. Like if Cade Cunningham isn't an all NBA top 15 player, like this team, I don't think is going much of anywhere. And like, at that point, like I'm not going to say this rebuild has been a failure, but he had Cade Cunningham has to be great for this team. But like Troy Weaver, I don't know. My confidence in him is is pretty low right now. I hope that changes, you know, over these next first couple of weeks of the season. We see a lot of good stuff. And then I can kind of get back on the Troy Weaver hype train that a lot of people, you know, were on. And, and I think a lot of people still are on. But I don't know. My confidence in him is, is waived a lot over these three years with just the product that he's put on the court.
0: I would say for me, for me, at least um, my confidence level hasn't really changed in him. I think for one, we just know a little bit more like what he is and what we, we didn't know what he was when we got him. and, And now we know how he functions and how he works. Yes. That comes with some negatives, right? He has a lot of fun with these little trades. He likes to do that don't end up turning out into much that just end up being a lot of fails. And I will say, that hasn't been that hasn't been great you know getting a lot of these failed guys the josh jacksons of the world right those those experiments that hasn't been fun to go through every year but to his credit yes the the losses he has been you know the the losing sgm but if you take a look at that roster that first year and you take a look at that or when he got it and you take a look at the roster now yes the win total may not look different but the pieces are a hell of a lot different and the assets just in terms of straight value are a hell of a lot different, even just tradable value. So in in my opinion, he has, he hasn't done a great job at turning this team into an instant winning team, which is what a lot of fans wanted and and deserved, frankly, and and probably thought we were getting when we got him. And yeah, we're in year four of the rebuild. So it seems like, you know, time, the time is ticking. Um, But I want to give it time because I think a lot of that had to do with the coaching, the injury decayed, And the situation we were in, I mean, I think we were so, so down in the depths. And I mean, you guys are, you know, Lions fans. You know how it was, how deep, how deep in the depths Patricia and Bob Quinn put us. Like, we were, we're deep in the depths with the contracts we had and we had nothing. And so to at least have what we have, and yes, some of it was luck and everything. I think that he's done a pretty good job of for where we're at right now does he need to start producing results yes he does absolutely are there are the excuses running out yes absolutely um and i think that i i don't know my confidence hasn't been has been that hasn't gone down too much i will say in terms of trades and free agency i'm not as confident as i am in his drafting ability his drafting ability has produced a good amount of all rookies. Yes, we've had the the Killian draft was, you know, you can look back on that however you want. He still produced two all rookies from that draft in Sadiq and in Stewart. So if you look at that and he's producing all rookie guys every year out of the draft, I don't have a problem with that. That's pretty good drafting. Even if you're not getting a number one pick every year, if you're not getting a top 10 pick, you're still getting all rookie guys. That's really important in my opinion. Um, But yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I got about Troy.
1: I'm going to tell you, uh, I mean, what we have to realize, being a Detroit fan, uh, players are not willingly coming to the city of Detroit. So we just got to call it what it is. I know we have cap space and all, but, yeah, unless you're willing to overpay a player, which it's not the best thing to do, nobody's coming here. We just got to call it for what it is. Like, this is not a New York, L.A., Chicago, and we're not the Warriors. So, (laughs) like, Players are not willingly coming to Detroit. And then the other aspect of it, so, yeah, like Teo said, you kind of got to build through the draft. Like, you have no choice. So, yeah, there's been some hits. Yeah, there's been some misses. I mean, Killian was his first draft pick, and that's not looking great. But then you have, uh, like you said, the guys who may throw a rookie team, like your Sadiqs, who is no longer on the team. You have your stewards, who is uh, – I mean, he's still on the team. During made all rookie, Ivy made all rookie, K made all rookie. So he's had some uh hits as long along with misses Asar, uh, most likely, in my opinion, all rookie. So I think it just really comes to chemistry, keeping these guys together and getting some nice bets around them. I mean, he got dealt a bad hand with the K injury but he also got dealt a good hand with getting K to begin with so I get where you're coming from John as far as like you're like we got to see some results and I think we all feel like it. Yeah. but I can't put all the blame on Troy just because of the fact A I don't think Casey was the right coach also Double. for the situation um so I'm glad Troy did or him and Gore did what they could to go get um monty because okay now we got a new coach so this is pretty a big year for the pistons i mean and a big year for honestly yeah you can say it's a big year for troy weaver because if things Mm -hmm. don't work out then he's in the hot seat so
2: yeah i just feel like how many more seasons like did they win 25 games this year it's like how long can you really give him before it's like we got to start winning like we got to make the play and we got to see some success it's like
0: yeah I mean I, I, I think I, I think it's very fair that that this is the year barring some crazy stuff happening like I'm not even gonna say, I'm not even gonna say it. barring some crazy stuff happening, I think that that should be the case. if everyone stays healthy and we have a full played out season, if we don't see at at least a 10 win jump, yes, H- hot seat instantly like what like we need to at least some answers you know, he needs to talk to us and try to make a move. Do something. And then if that's not working, then, yeah, I understand the conversation at that point about, all right, maybe we have the pieces in place. Maybe it is the GM now. But now mm-hmm. I think is day one of actually having the pieces in place. We have the pieces in place now. We didn't have the pieces in place before. Let's be honest. We're looking at those opening day rosters. We did not have the pieces in place. We do have solid pieces in place now with Cade Healthy. So, you
2: Yeah. I, I feel like the excuses have just ran out. Like, the excuse is, like, Cade's not healthy. And it's like well, that's gone now. So yep. th- there's, there's no more excuses. Like you had cap space to work with this off season. You chose not to go out and pursue some of the bigger names in free. Age. Now, I mean, there's probably a decent chance that those names didn't want to come here, but um, you used your cap space and you added veterans. Like, yeah, th- I, that, I guess that's what I want. end my thoughts on, it's just like, we need to see some results. Like I'm, I'm tired of getting my hopes up. I'm tired of believing in this. And I believe in these young players. Like I think Jaden Ivey is going to be a future All Star. K is going to be great. Like Jalen Duran, I think has All Star potential. I, I love Asar Thompson. He's going to be a great. Like the comparisons to Andre Iguodala, I think those are completely fair. Uh, I think he's just a fantastic player and is going to impact the game in so many ways. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it just matters. You're winning games or you're not, and it's like I, we just need to start winning, man. That's really all it comes down to. Um, yeah, so it's a prove-it year. Like, I think it's a prove-it year. Um, I don't even think it's necessary, like, a see-what-you-got year. I mean, it, it kind of is that, but at the end of the day, like, they need to prove that this core can win for the long term, yeah. and that, that was what it was supposed to be last year. Last year was supposed to be 30 wins, and – that's what it has to be it just has to be at least 30 to 35 wins um because yeah like even your 10 win improvement that's 27 wins like that's still one of the worst teams in the NBA in, in year four um so yeah I mean that, that's all I got I guess I feel like we kind of we kind of just got it all out we kind of just yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Over I mean everything. We got the, the true feelings about Troy Weaver out you know and and i think everyone feels differently and everyone feel everyone's opinion is fair i mean everyone can judge how he does things differently and 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 that kind of stuff and and yeah it's fair to judge him and it's fair to it's fair to think that you know we need some results cuz if you're if you're you know someone who watches watches games and you just look at the record the record mm.
1: looks looks mm, you know you know you you'd be like what is going on you know well, so, i think everybody is sick and tired of being sick and tired of this franchise. I I think that's just what it is at the end of the day. So, like, we all know something got to change. We just don't know what, so.
2: No, and that's my thing, too, is, like, just seeing every other team go through a rebuild and see success. Like, I feel like every team in the NBA has gotten their comeuppance and had their moment in some way except Like, the Kings. The Kings were the joke of the NBA, and they're not anymore. Like, the Kings got over the hump before we did. Remember the Phoenix Suns? How bad they were? They were. They made it to the final. Like, every team, I can go over every – I mean, I guess maybe not the Magic, but even then, like, they had a – I'd say a pretty successful season. Like, the Knicks, they won a playoff series. Like, all the Cavs, all these teams have gotten their – like I said, their comeuppance and have kind of broken through that glass ceiling I'm ready for it to be our turn. Like that's yeah. that's how I feel, and just like my patience, I, I don't want. I'm done having patience for this team. Like I've, we've been patient long enough. It's time to see some results. Um, but yeah, um, that's that's all I got. Um, do you guys want to? Do you have any other Pistons topics we can kind of just go over our predictions? I guess overall for the season. I mean, we did have a comment uh, about Cade's ball handling. Uh, too many turnovers. Uh did you guys catch any of that in the in the preseason?
0: Um Just he didn't turnovers. he didn't play much in the preseason and I don't really like to judge uh what players do off the of preseason too much. Um but uh he, he had one game where he didn't look like that great and then the last game that we played, he looked pretty good and shot like really well. So I'm not really gonna comment on that. I think he did have some ball handling issues at the Rico Hines uh, uh, tournaments and runs uh, where he was getting stripped here and there. But, I mean, it's summer runs where he's, like, jogging up the court and, like, just whatever. So, I mean, again, I'm not stressed about it. I think he'll be fine, especially with, you know, we actually have some good gu- good guys out there in that lineup with him now that will help take the pressure off of him.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess I can so. see him having problems early in the season, but once he gets his rhythm, yeah yeah in fact i could say that about okay game all all around i think he's well i'm not gonna say i think but i will say i wouldn't be surprised if he struggles early in the season i mean again he's coming off uh, a year-long absence from the game he's uh you know gonna be given the keys to the franchise well he already was but we know what i'm trying to say bottom line is he's the franchise player making his return after a year away Uh, we got a new coach in the system. He got to learn a new system. It's going to be a big adjustment for him all around between his own physical health along with learning the playbook mentally of Monty Williams. So with that being said, I think he will struggle. Well, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he struggles early in the season. But once he gets his feet wet, I think he will be like back to that hopeful all-star, you know, close to Kay Cunningham. We hope to see
2: yeah for me it's like the efficiency that's what i'm gonna be focusing on more so than the turnovers because i mean he's still a young guard like that turnover is yeah. just gonna be inevitable i feel like True. um yeah but i guess in terms of like my predictions like maybe they could be the 12th seed like i think there's two teams i i think there's a decent chance they're better than the raptors just because toronto kind of seems like a mess right now but like in terms of just the NBA, I haven't really been paying attention to the NBA, but I think like the Bucks should probably get out of the East. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, and then in the West, like, oh, I haven't been paying much attention. I really like the Lakers, but I do think like the Nuggets, I think a, a Giannis Jokic finals would be pretty fun. Um, but I, I'm a really big fan of the Lakers and what they did. But yeah, I guess... I guess it's a pretty boring prediction. I, I'd probably go Nuggets, Bucks, Finals. I don't know if you guys have thought <laughs> about your Finals predictions yet, if I'm putting you on the spot. I'm the same way. Say Nuggets, Bucks.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge Steph fan. So, I mean, I'm always mm-hmm. hoping the Warriors sneak in there. Dude, I would bet against the Warriors.
2: <laughs> Even though they lost last year and I was shocked by it, you can't bet against the Warriors. I, I will like
1: never you. bet against Steph Curry, mm-hmm. ever. But he- Bet against LeBron James, I mean, I don't know. I'd uh, rather bet against LeBron before I bet against him. <laughs> that's actual. I don't care. I know what happened last year, but LeBron, once again, he's another year older. But then we say that every year, and that dude. Yeah. Maybe I'll take that back because LeBron's a freak of nature, man. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I would take I, – I actually would take bucks too. I think that that Dame and Giannis is gonna be is just gonna be awesome and and killer, um, and they should they should make it out the East in my opinion. And the West is very interesting as it always is. Um, and I would I honestly would love to see Jokic back in there again, um, and the Nuggets. But I being from me being from Minnesota, would also like to see the Timberwolves uh, turn up a bit.
2: Hold on, what did what did
0: Minnesota do this off season? Minnesota, Minnesota, they they made the playoffs last year, and they can come, they can come right back. And, Wait, they got
2: did they get swept or they lost in five? Right?
0: <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. They got Anthony Edwards. If you if you know Anthony Edwards, you know it. he's gonna be all of a sudden Kirby. one of the best in the league. He's gonna be one of the best in the league real shortly here. Rudy Gobert, that i <laughs> I think I will say, it looks ugly. It does. But they have a—they've had a year under themselves now to have figured that shit out and to have figured out what they got to do to make that work. And if they can make that work with, with Gobert, with Towns, with they just who they signed to an extension today, a good good extension, a
2: lot of money. That's another guy. Oh, I don't want to get back into Troy Weaver, but that's another guy the Pistons passed on. But. And and,
0: yeah. and 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 man, that's that's a good team. That's a that's a good team. But will it be good enough to win out the West? Who knows? Probably not. But I'd like to see them compete next year a little more than they have in the past. So hopefully that can happen.
2: I want to do like an NBA pod now, just talking about NBA. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: can uh, talk about every team. It's like there's a lot to talk about. Yeah,
2: I mean you got Luca and Kyrie. That's that's gonna be something. Uh, Clippers. I'm, I always drink the Clippers Kool Aid, and it just never happens. I don't think if I don't think, <laughs> if I, I, don't think if, I don't think if I can do that anymore. Um, Blow
1: that team up. I'm over it. Really? I'm over it. The, the whole they haven't been like. I'm laughing because of how Joe Dumars is telling like teams no longer the rest players because he's like it's not working. But like the Clippers are low key an example of that being true. I mean, they rest Paul George and Kawhi how often, just for them to always get hurt in the playoffs, <laughs> anyway. So it's like, I agree. What's the point?
2: Yeah, It's true. Yeah. Spurs, they're gonna be they're gonna be really fun to watch. Wait, um,
1: real talk. I got I gotta say this because I thought this was crazy. I just did a fantasy uh, league draft for one of my friends and whatnot. Twelve team draft. Somebody took. Wimby with their ninth pick, I was like, that is insane. I, that that guy's a—he's gonna be. Oof. Spurs like, are playing. He's I, about to be a freak, but the ninth pick, like, you're me <laughs> he's gonna be top ten in the league. Come on, yeah.
2: In, in fantasy, with all the blocks and steals and rebounds, yeah, he's gonna be getting. That, was, that blew
1: my mind. I wanted him, but I was like, I'm not using my first round pick yeah. on him.
2: They're gonna be the playing. I think they're a playing team, the Spurs.
1: They'll be exciting to watch. I think that's gonna be a lot of people league pass team. I'm not gonna lie. Probably. Yeah.
2: And the Thunder too. I mean, that's another team. They're getting chat back too. Like,
1: yeah.
0: Curious to see how the Rockets do because they're always kind of <laughs> unfortunately a measuring stick for us. It's always yeah. like, Oh, how are the Pistons are doing bad? Well, how are the Rockets doing? you know, vice versa. And I think I think right now we're on a pretty similar pace, but if we can go ahead of them, that takes our agenda. It helps the agenda a lot. I, I, and I don't know, we're in similar spots, but they might have a little bit of a better, a little bit of the advantage right now.
2: Yeah, should be exciting. Um, I I know it's like doesn't the, the season start technically tomorrow? Yep, the yep. first couple Two games,
1: games tomorrow. What are the
2: games tomorrow?
1: Oh, Lakers Nugget? versus the Suns. Some classic West uh, Coasts. Yeah, I think it's KD's first time at uh, Chase Center, Ooh. I think. And then you have the Nuggets versus Lakers for the Nuggets ring night. So,
2: Yeah. Don't like the Suns <laughs> not not drinking that Kool-Aid. I think they're going to be – I don't think they're winning a the playoff series this year. Um, Whoa. No? There, there's only, only four teams can win a playoff series. I don't think the Suns are going to be one of them.
1: So, what's know. the top four teams in the West?
2: Nuggets, Lakers, Warriors, and Oof.
1: It was better than the Suns.
2: Uh, I mean, <laughs> you still have the Grizzlies, but you, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know. It's not nah, happening. No, nah, the Grizzlies have uh. somebody who,
2: yeah. <laughs> the Pel- I feel like the Pelicans are the most just – because they were like a top – Three top four seed for a majority of last year and then just Zion injury like the the Pelicans are just so hard to gauge as
0: as a team.
1: Especially Brandon Ingram. I'm not gonna lie. They're a slept on team.
0: Yeah. I'd love to see a fully healthy Zion Williamson this year. Please.
2: We didn't even talk about the Kings. I'm sorry. I like that's crazy. I didn't even think about the Kings, but I mean they're relatively the same.
1: The Kings show some they show some heart last year. I like I like what I saw for them. I thought it was a fluke, but once I seen them play with the Warriors, I'll say, okay, this team actually legit. Like, yeah, they 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 nice.
2: Oof. I would take the Mavericks over the Suns, I think. Just the Suns don't even have a point guard on their that's roster. Crazy let's let's check this out.
1: out. With the Mavericks, what's gonna be the reason Kyrie Irving doesn't play this year? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> every year is something whether it's a tweet or you know him not wanting to take care of medical issues. this is gonna be something though Kyrie is gonna find a way not to play it I like Kyrie Urban on the court but man he's gonna find a way every year not to play
0: honestly like, the Mavs are gonna tank their way out of the playoffs like they did yeah. last year <laughs> that was really weird yeah honestly
2: I, I think I, I'm I'm drinking the Clippers Kool-Aid again, man. It happens every oh, single time. Man.
1: Oh man, they Dang. can't stay healthy, man.
2: It's just their team is built like you you win in the NBA with wings, and it's like Kawhi and PG just I, every year, man. That's just if i healthy,
1: yeah,
0: yeah, but I instead think. we're seeing Marcus Morris and Robert Covington and Norman Powell. <laughs> yeah, sadly. Honestly,
2: if Minnesota Minnesota can beat Phoenix in the playoffs, I, I don't think that's too out of the
0: question. I just they can they can defend that. They can defend that.
2: I can't, I can't.
0: You guys think Phoenix is winning at least one playoff series? Not necessarily. Depends who the matchup is.
1: Yeah, I'm with that. I do yeah. think I think I am in the camp of saying they're gonna be good. Like yeah, I know a lot of people be a competitive talking season. about the bench, but when you, I just feel like when you have a Bradley Bill, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant, like, as long as those three oh. do their jobs, you kind of just tell the rest, play defense. Like, now if one of those guys get hurt or something like that, then, yeah, it's all bad. It's all bad at that point.
0: I worry about Nurkic. I mean, I know it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but having Nurkic down low is not a great defensive look, especially yeah. especially for a playoff team. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what else do they have outside of that? Like, I, I I don't even know. They got rid of campaign. They Josh Okogie. Uh, yeah. Uh, they don't even have Jock Lan- Jock Londale anymore. He's a rocket. Uh. Yeah. I, I like it's. Yeah. It's those are spots that are <laughs> not easy to not easy to name. <laughs> but um,
2: I mean, we did have a comment from OKC. I mean I mean from DJ about OKC, I love OKC. Like, I think they're a play in team. I wouldn't even be surprised that if they're would. a top six seed this year. Like they were a play in team last year. Like OKC I don't think it's the craziest idea in the world if they even win a playoff series, honestly. Like I'm I think they've got like I mean, they got Sh- Shai Shy or, or Shea Gilders Alexander. They got Lou Dort, Chat Holmgren. Like I I think OKC is, is gonna be it. I might even go top six seed in in the West this year.
0: I'm excited for, I'm excited for Chet. Chet uh, is from, is from here. He went, went to school right, right by where I grew up. And so seeing him make it is kind of cool. And I'm excited to see what he can do. He's, he's always been like, you know, really skinny and, and he was obviously not highly touted recruit until that Stephen Curry camp where he blew up and then, then shot up on the rankings. So, I'm excited to see him. We were supposed to see him last year, but he got a whole extra year to get stronger, to put on weight, you know, and, you know, get ready for the league. And I want to see him and Wemby over the next how many years? Hopefully that can become, you know, uh, some bigs that that battle over the years. That would be fun.
1: You got lucky with that one. Yeah.
2: Uh, Um. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we want to go to the Eastern Conference, like I think we all agree the Bucks, but I think Celtics probably won a series, Cavs, and then probably the Heat. I think would be my four teams in the
1: East. Yeah, you never doubt Miami come playoff no. time. No,
2: I learned but that what lesson. Seed they are.
1: <laughs> it never matters what seed they are. They're going to find a way, man.
2: Yep. Even if they're the A seed, then they
1: Exactly. They could be the A seed and they still going to find a way.
2: But yeah, this podcast has gone off the rails, um, but it was fun. I I haven't talked or even thought that much about basketball, honestly. But I'm yeah. excited. Um, the Rangers are absolutely destroying the Astros right now. So <laughs> I'm a little sad about that because I was I was rooting for the Astros. So it looks like the Texas Rangers are going to be in the World Series. Um, there's something for the baseball people. And, uh, Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. Um, l- football. Mateo, we we have not. So you, Mateo, you said me and RJ are, football, are Lions fans. I'll be. I'm not really a Lions fan. Like I told RJ, like I'm. I will. Th- I will think it's hilarious if the Lions like tank this season and don't make the ball. Like I will find That's it. It's not gonna happen. Like, how would that happen? Be, it would be so funny. Like, why would how, that be funny? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a football guy. I'm not a Lions guy. I'm just. Oh. I'm just not like. I, I don't have an emotional attachment to this team. Um, That's fair enough. If, yeah. if you want to give your thought, because this is like a, a me and RJ, will get into it at the end. Like, I don't know, RJ. Like, I they're still gonna make the They're still gonna win the division, I think. But it's like people yeah. talking about Super Bowl. Like, I don't I don't know about that, man.
0: I'll give my quick piece because I know you guys have talked about it before, <laughs> but. Before the season, I was I and I'm not trying to be like that one guy who's who knows everything, no, like, but I was predicting that we were gonna get like 12 wins, 13 wins. And I was called crazy at the time,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: what sounded kind of crazy as a Lions fan, especially mm-hmm. being in Minnesota with Vikings fans mostly around me and Packer fans. That was like they're like no chance. Um, both of them thought they were gonna be better than us this year. Um, and the Bears too, somehow. Um <laughs> but, but yeah, so I ultimately uh, have been very happy with how the season has been going so far, as most people have. I'm not in the camp of, of fans who trip out after one game. Twitter was crazy yesterday. Crazy. I'm like, yeah, it was a bad loss. No, no, duh. It was a bad loss. But it's one game. We're five and two. We still got the best division in the record by far. It's not close. Like, and if you look at our our schedule, we have one game left against the team with the winning record, and it's the Cowboys, who I still think we can beat. I'm like, if you like, even if we lose some games, we're not supposed to lose. We're only gonna lose like five games, six games max. That's still playoffs. And for me, me personally, I am a lifelong Lions fan. I have an attachment to them. I obviously want to see us win a playoff game. Like that's that's a pretty big deal. Um, but even making the playoffs or winning the division, like we have never won the NFC North, like since it existed. That's crazy. So that to me would be a huge success. And I agree with you, John, though. The Super Bowl talk is crazy. Like, yeah, no, we're, that that's not happening this year. But could we be maybe a few years away? Yeah, we're on the right track. We're definitely on the right track. Um, But yeah, I think playoffs is is Undoubted, I think we're gonna make the playoffs. Um, I really hope we can win a playoff game. That would be awesome. Um, it's really gonna depend on who we match up against and what our conference record is to see who we play against, if we get a bye, all that all that good stuff. But I'm I'm happy with the team, and I'm not tripping like everyone else was about yesterday. Like we move on to the next week. See you later. Never talk about that week again.
1: <laughs> I want to clap it up and tell you I'm just said everything I would say. Like (laughs) to the T, because like he said, we're five and two. I mean, us Lions fans, I mean, like we got the comment in the chat right now from DJ. We went on with sixteen before. Like we just got to be real. So us being five and two, this is still great. Like like, we nobody's complaining about this. So we got our bus keep yesterday. It happens. (laughs) Okay, we had two kinds of losses this year. You had the close heartbreaker, and then you got the one where you're never in it. It happens. And I'm like, okay, again, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how close you lost, how bad you lost. You're 5-2 and two at the end of the day. Who's complaining about us being 5-2? and two? And then like Taylor said, yeah, the Super Bowl talk, it is a little crazy. But I ain't going to lie. I do. You get in the playoffs? There's a chance. And there's only two teams in NFC that I'm worried about. And that's the Eagles. And the Niners. Or the Niners. If we, if we play anybody else, I'm pretty confident. Now, the only thing about the Super Bowl, you got to go against the AFC teams. Now, that's the conference where I'm like, yeah, there's some teams in there that we're just not better than. But at the end of the day, we just want to make it to the Super Bowl. So, like, if exactly. we it, who's complaining at that point? Nobody.
2: If they win a playoff game, I think that. Like to me, if they make the playoffs and lose, like that doesn't that doesn't do anything. Like they've done that, but they did that in 2014, they did that in 2011, they did that in
0: 2016. Like unless we win the division, though, like, no, we, it doesn't. Who cares? Division, we have it. We care because we've never literally never. have not won the division since it became the NFC North. Literally, so like, you win the division and you don't.
2: That's don't a bear.
0: That's a banner.
2: You get a banner? Like, yeah, it's a it's division just, title. Yeah, it's just like in baseball. When you're the lions you take
1: what you can get. <laughs> exactly. And like we've huh. been
0: at the bottom for every year, every time. You know what I'm saying? And to start that trend of oh, yeah, we're up here now, and now we're about to do this for the next couple years. It's I don't know. It's just a first, it's a first for me, you know. Like, we haven't yes. been this good. This is this is in all honesty, it's the best Lions team in my lifetime, the most talented Lions team Thank in my you. lifetime, man. Probably Thank you, DJ.
2: But it's is that more? Is that team yeah? Team. Is that is that more the Lions being good, or is it more just the Packers kind of falling off and the Bears and the Vikings? I is think it more,
0: they they happen yeah. together. They happen together. I mean, what happened to the Packers last year? I mean, we kind of ended that off. We kind of kind of finished yeah. that off. The last he the finished last Aaron Rodgers Packers career That's exactly. And and I think that was kind of the perfect perfect story for that. You know, time for the tide to change a little bit. Yeah.
2: I, to me, you have to win a playoff. Like, to me, it, it doesn't well, yeah. matter unless you win a playoff game. Like, that's great. You can win the division. You can say you win the division. Yeah. You have to win a playoff. That's that's what matters. That's like, very true.
0: But I think it's also, more than anything, this is like, this is the year where we start to – we show that we can make the playoffs and make it on a recurring basis mm-hmm. because, you know, it, it's not just, oh, we made the playoffs this one year we snuck in when the division was bad. No, this has to be a – we can make the, the playoffs every year. At, even if the division has you know a good packers or a good vikings or a good bears we still got to be able to make it and then a, a playoff win will come but yeah obviously a playoff win would be very nice this year i i wouldn't expect that this year though that's that's very high standard but that would be awesome i think we can too totally will depend on scheduling if we somehow get a first week bye or you know home home field advantage something like that okay. we could win yeah
2: i'll agree with you on first week bye if they get a first week bye then technically they that basically is a playoff win. So I'll agree with you there. Like <laughs> that, that if they get a first week bye, that's a that's a huge deal, but yeah. um yeah, they got to win a playoff game. I think like yeah. I think that's where I, at least for me and like that's the the goal or the yeah. the the, or the, yeah. the line that needs to be drawn cuz it's like we've never seen that, but we've seen them make the playoffs and lose. Like if they do that again this year, I mean, in a while, but yeah. Yeah, sure. It it means something to make the playoffs, but like just win a playoff game. If they win a playoff game, I think that that's uh the most successful season they've had since, what, 1991, I believe? 91,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what I was going to say next. Uh Like, we haven't seen the Lions win a playoff game. And, like, you got a lot of people, like, for Twitter, for example, who haven't seen the Lions win a playoff game. So that's, like, a big deal. Yeah. Uh, by the way, DJ, I totally agree. Ford Field would be off the chain. I would hate to be a cop in the city of Detroit that night. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just feel like yeah, if we win a playoff game, that's a big deal. But I will say this I might even start something. We win a playoff game, it's gonna quickly turn into Stafford who stafford who ah uh, yeah, Eric I mean, Goff, <laughs> give uh, Jerry Goff. At you
2: <laughs> dude that's a whole nother issue in itself because i was hearing jared goff on sunday was just awful and like he can't
1: everyone he can't, was bad yeah, he everyone can't play bad. in that's cold weather i'll even blame part of it like
0: you I, the old line was was not good yeah, was and they're supposed they're supposed to be the best old line in the league so i mean that's that's gonna affect goff all day every day if he doesn't have time he's not gonna be able to work we know that that's how goff works he only works if he has time He turned the ball over three times. Well, he had two fumbles and one pick. That happens when you don't have protection. That's
1: not his fault. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he also was throwing wobblers all game. That is on him. Yeah. You Uh. got to think the defense was horrible. The offense was horrible. I even think the coaching wasn't prepared. Like it was just all off, all around, not ready. Yeah, and it happens. It happens. So. I mean, we even saw – it. look, I'll give you an example. Late last year, uh, when we started making that playoff run, we had the heartbreaking loss against the Panthers. The Panthers, game we was, was like, so okay, if we win this, we probably make it in the playoffs. We lose that one. I think. Then we get shut out. If not, it was pretty close to. So. It was bad because they ran for like 300 yards on Yeah, there. like that With game like was Like Deontay horrible. Foreman. But we still – I think that was the last loss of the season. I think we mm-hmm. went out after that. So, like, obviously it's too early in the season for us to win out. But, again, going back to Teo's point, we only play one more team with a winning record. And uh, we have, like, the second easiest schedule the rest of the way. I mean, you've got a pretty good way of bouncing back because the next game you play is Monday night against the Raiders at home. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big deal because, again, it's a Monday night football game. That's hype enough within itself. you got it at home. That adds to the hype. And then you're going against the team that you most likely should beat yeah, all that they you right need now. to do is win that game and boom the momentum is right back so things are not terrible for the lions again we're five and two so everybody needs to like pump the brakes teams lose sometimes okay i don't think anybody thought we were going 17 and 0 or exactly 16 and 1 so like everybody calm down we're gonna lose some games i'm sure we're gonna lose another game this season we might lose three more games this season but it's not going to be the end of the world
0: and we'll see y'all in the
1: playoffs
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i guess
2: stay tuned for next week when we give our lions update um yeah this podcast has gone off the rails um but it was fun and we kind of just talked about everything um yeah um I guess is there anything else we haven't talked? We talked about football, basketball, a little bit of baseball, like <laughs> hockey. The Red Wings are good, but I, I don't, I don't really want to get into that. I feel like, but maybe that could be a, a theme on the podcast too. We can touch on the
1: Red Wings. They have looked nice so far. Yes, they
0: have. I don't follow hockey, but if the Red Wings start to be really good, I might, might get into it. I could get into it. <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, I, I have so many. Topics and ideas I just thought of with the the lions and stuff, but we, we got to, this is supposed to be a business podcast. Um, but thank you to everyone who made, uh, left comments in the chat. Um, thank you, RJ Mateo for joining. Um, should be fun on Wednesday. Uh, I guess we could end it with our prediction for the season opener against the Miami heat. So Miami, I mean, I'll be honest. I know Miami made it to the finals, but they did lose Gabe Vincent. They did lose Max Struess. Um, they're old. Haslam. They are an old team. They lost Haslam too, so <laughs> they got a little. They got a little bit younger. But uh, that's a
1: big loss right there,
2: man. <laughs> <laughs> I I know we're Pistons fans, and we're supposed to say the Pistons will win. Uh I think they lose by 10. If they, if they lose by 10, I'll be happy with that. Like the, the team, the Eastern conference champions, if you lose to them by 10 points on the road, I'll I'll be happy with that. That that's, those are, that's my bar. That's my expectations is just lose by 10 points or less. And
1: I'll be happy. I don't
0: know.
1: Say we lose by 15.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'd say 10, uh, I, I want it to be competitive and and I hope it's one of those that we keep competitive until like the very end and then like they hit a three or two it's like 4 minutes left and it's over. Um that those games like aren't the end of the world, but you can kind of see it coming so that'd be okay. I just want to honestly, I just want to be able to see some some good game, some good game from from our guys. As even if we lose, like I want I want to see some efficiency, some highlights, something something fun to watch. Give me some good Pistons content, you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel that.
2: But, uh, yeah, make sure to follow me on X, Mateo on X, RJ on X. Um, yeah, uh, we'll let you know next time we do a podcast. Maybe we'll do one again this week. I don't know. We just kind of play it by ear, honestly. But um, thank you, everyone, for listening and are joining this was actually, this was really fun i really enjoyed the basketball and even the football talk a little bit um but yeah
1: uh we'll see you guys in the next one take care everybody